0: And when he had called for Absalom, he came to the king and bowed himself on his face to the ground before the king, and the king kissed Absalom. 2 Samuel 14.33 Dear God, you are so wise. You fixed everything. Because of our sin, the world was such a mess. We had to be apart from you, and we don't ever want to be away from you, Lord. You sent your only son, Jesus, to die for us so that now we can be together forever. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
1: Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids' Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world. Cultivate curiosity and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com/blessed to learn more and save 20% with code BLESSED. Absalom returns. In our last story, Nathan the prophet confronted David's sin by telling him a story. In this story, Absalom will return from hiding after Joab devised a way to convince David, as inspired by 2 Samuel.
0: Hi there, it's Joya Sadler. I'm so glad you're here today for the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Let me set the stage for you before we dive into the story. David has many children at this point, and not all of them get along very well. Absalom, David's oldest son, killed his half-brother Amnon because he did something bad to his sister. Because of this, Absalom was forced to leave the country, and even though Absalom did something really bad and would continue to do bad things, David would still love him. In this story, Absalom returns, and we're going to learn a big word, but I won't spoil it for you just yet. Listen closely to this story and find out what happens when someone plays a big trick on David. Let's listen. During Absalom's three years in
1: Geshur, Joab became aware that deep down, David still had great love for his son. So Joab devised a plan to spark some action in David. He instructed a woman named Tekua to go into David and pretend to be in mourning. So she did. When David asked her what the problem was, she said, I'm a widow and all I had left were my two sons. They got into a fight in the field and one killed the other. Now my family is demanding for vengeance and for the son who is still alive to be killed. Please help me, King. He is the one spark that's still in my life. When David heard this news, he reassured the woman that this situation will be handled and she won't have to worry any anymore about being bothered by family. When he says this, the woman exposes her hand and asks David why he has put his country in the same scenario. David then realized that Joab was the mastermind behind this entire performance and sends for him. When Joab arrived, David told him to go and fetch Absalom for him and bring him back home to Jerusalem. So Joab did as he was told, but Absalom was not allowed to see the face of the king. While in Jerusalem, Absalom was the talk of the town. Everyone found him handsome. But even with all of this attention, all Absalom wanted was to see his father. So for two years, Absalom continued to ask Joab to grant him permission to see his father, and for two years, he was denied every time. Absalom then decided to take matters into his own hands and instructs his servants to set Joab's field on fire. This caught Joab's attention, and he asked what Absalom wanted. Absalom replied, I want to see my father. There is no reason to be here if I cannot see him. Life was better in Geshur than this. Joab saw this and he finally agreed to allow Absalom to see his father. When Absalom saw him, he bowed in deep reverence. David responded by
0: kissing Absalom. Together again, what a great ending to today's story. You see, earlier David's son, Absalom, had done something that really hurt David. Even though he thought he was doing something good to care for his sister, it caused a big family problem. And because of that, Absalom had to live far away from his father, David. They didn't see or talk to each other for a very long time. And as we heard today, Joab knew that David and Absalom missed each other and wanted to be together again. So he devised a plan to get Absalom back to Jerusalem with his father. And the good news is, David said, okay. David told Joab that his son, who had been banished to another country, could come back home. Okay, now, let's learn a new word. It sounds like this. Reconciliation. Can you say it with me? Reconciliation. Do you know what that word means? Reconciliation means bringing people back together after they had a problem, an argument, or very different ideas. You've probably experienced reconciliation in your life. Maybe you had a fight with a friend or sibling, said you were sorry, and then came back together again. What we learn from David today is that sometimes we have to be the one to start off the reconciliation. We have to go first. Many times when we have been hurt or we are angry at someone, we want to wait for them to come to us. But today, even though David was the one who had been hurt, he sent for Absalom and they came back together again. Is there someone today you need to be reconciled to? Maybe you and a friend stopped talking to each other and today is the day you need to say hello and ask them a question. But here's the thing. Reconciliation does not always mean you have to be best friends with that person and talk to them all the time. It just means that you choose to forgive and you are no longer angry with each other. And here's the best thing about today's story. Like Absalom and David, you and I have reconciliation with God. It's true. Because of our sins, we were banished from God kind of like Absalom, was banished to another country. But like David, God started off the reconciliation when he sent Jesus to earth to take away our sins on the cross. And because of that, we have a friendship with God again. We are reconciled to him. Even more than friendship, we are adopted into his family as his children and get to spend forever with him. Now that's reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5.19 says this, God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not reckoning to them their trespasses and having committed to us the word of reconciliation. That means that through Jesus, God brought his children back to him. And not only does he want reconciliation with us, he wants us to have reconciliation with each other. Just as David kissed Absalom and was happy to see him, God loves you so very much and is so glad to have you as his child. Maybe right now in your heart, you can tell God thank you for coming to get you and being your friend. You can tell him thanks for showing us what reconciliation is all about. I'm glad you're with me today. Thanks for listening. Next time things change once again. Absalom is after that crown and another big battle is headed our way. I hope you'll come back to hear about it. But wait, after another great story about David, we can't forget to say this. The Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you and it's all true. Love our podcast? Subscribe for the latest episodes and help kids and parents explore God's Word with Kids Bible in a Year. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today.